Welcome to the Wildish Women Podcast, the podcast for women who want to discuss the real raw nitty gritty of life, find your girl group, or just have a glass of wine with company over the internet. Brought to you from Arizona, I'm your host, Jess Holmes, and this is Wildish Women. (laughs) Welcome back to the Wildish Women Podcast. This week, we are actually going to dive into the world of open relationships and a little bit on polyamorous relationships. And to start that off, I have Lakin here with me. If you guys have not been listening, she had a very juicy, wildish confession to deal with a Hummer, and we wanted to know more. So, Lakin, go tell us all the juicy details. Hi, everybody. So, basically, what happened was my stepdad was stationed at a military base, and one of the guys that I had met through some other friends had just got out of boot camp, was stationed there, and we just hit it off. And one night, we ended up having sexual relationships in a Hummer. How did you and get in the Hummer, though? Like, how is that he possible? He was the one that planned all that one. I just followed his <laughs> He was like, I, I got a spot. And you were like, yeah. Like, yeah. It was basically he he had access. And it was one of those things where we're like, okay, let's do it. Why not? I was yeah. young. I didn't know much any better. <laughs> but <when it laughs> no. Of, what kind of threw was is that between the Hummer incident And the helicopter incident, I found out (laughs) that my stepdad, who was a shooting range instructor, was Uh training him. Oh, my gosh. So once that all happened, I went ahead and did the whole, kept it going. It was whatever for me. Yeah. But once he was done with training he moved he got stationed elsewhere so it was kind of uh, one of those. nothing really happened it was just you know young love being dumb and you know uh, dumb fun. and awesome yes <laughs> i mean who can just like check that off their bucket list like not very not many very, people i feel like no unless you are on a military base and you have access? Who I feel has like it's, the access. Yeah, I feel exactly. like it's so heavily watched, though. Like, I don't well, know. It has to be in a good area. Well, I the, the Hummer that he was at was basically, like, kind of off post on the beach. Oh, okay. And he okay. was guarding it. So yeah. that's kind of how we... <laughs> so he got, was the one watching it? Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, that's basically, fantastic. So, you said it was your dad that was instructing him? My stepdad, yeah. So, did your stepdad ever find out? No. Nobody's... This is the first time it's ever gone... Like, my friends knew about it. Right. um, And everything else like that. But as far as, like, family or anybody else, nobody knew. Wow. So, this is, like, the big reveal. Yeah, basically. And luckily, I know... Nobody but my best friend is going to hear it. <laughs> you never or know. Minus the people that are also in the lifestyle with me that do gotcha. open relationships. They, I told them I was doing this and they're like, 
Give them some good information so we're not looked at weird anymore. <laughs> well, I don't think it's weird. It's just a lot of questions, really, for me, yes. you know. So I guess to start, how did you decide to be in an open relationship? How does that all begin? So my husband and I have been together over eight years. Okay. When I first got with him, he was in another relationship at the time. Okay. Um. So I knew about polyamory. I knew about open relationships, swingers, the whole umbrella. Right. So we got together and I was pretty much monogamous to him for the first five years. Okay. Now, the only reason why we did this is because we wanted to make sure that together our relationship foundation was solid. Before you began that. Before I began dating other people. Now, mind okay. you, he was still seeing other people because he was already polyamory when I got with him. And I didn't want to change that. So we've had our ups and downs. I've had had the green monster jealousy, yeah. the miscommunication, stuff like that. It was all learning. I've hit the learning curve and I just went with it. And then after five years, we decided it was, what I was comfortable enough to start dating other men. And we had a discussion about it and we've Here you continued are. on ever since. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, there's lots of questions in this. Yes, I so. saw <laughs> lots and lots of questions. That's so, perfectly fine. Um, one question is that I think is really common is, is it just for sex or do you want a serious relationship with someone who's not your spouse? Okay. How does it, how do you navigate that? Or is it open to both? So open relationships are mainly focused on sexual aspects where polyamory is more of a romantic connection romantic connection sometimes even just as simple as platonic okay because you know how people say that they have their biological family their blood and then their chosen family right well that is a form of polyamory Okay. I never would have thought that. Yeah, it's you can have non non romantic polyamorous relationships, just simply platonic, but when it comes to dating, open relationships are more for the sexual aspect for both partners or just one partner, where polyamory can be like with me and my husband, he was polyamorous and then I decided I was comfortable with dating other men. When I date, it's to have a actual serious committed relationship. Okay. Interesting. Because I have no idea. I never thought that it could be like a platonic thing. So yeah. that's an interesting view that I didn't know. Yeah, they can. Like I said, it's a lot of times when people think about it, they think romantic and sexual, yeah, which is fine and all dandy. But usually the way I did best describe it is sometimes you can have your chosen family and they're like your polyamorous family. Right. Well, there's right. no sexual, it's all family based relations. Okay. That are not blood. 
So that's a great way to explain it, I think, like to look at it that way. So another question from a group member is how do you tell your partner in your case? So you already had that door open, but for somebody who doesn't, how would you suggest they approach something like that? So if there is a person out there who wants to have an open relationship or try polyamory, the best thing to do is figure out what kind of relationship you want. Usually when you want another partner, it's because certain needs and wants aren't being taken care of by the original partner. Yeah, that's how I would view it. Or as we in polyamory, we call them our nesting partners if you're living with them. Okay. So if your needs and wants aren't being met by your nesting partner and you're wanting to open the relationship to either have polyamory or open, the best thing to do is, is come out with it. Just be up front and say, hey, I need to talk to you about this. What do you think about doing this? As far yeah. as, you know, just being open and honest because communication is the key. Yeah, that makes communication. sense. I know one of the questions was about secrets and stuff like that. As long as everybody agrees to, I guess, the set rules and boundaries that you and the nesting partner come up with, then everything is fine. What kind of rules could you set up? Like, for okay, example, so the best way I can, the best rules that I can come up with are the ones that me and my husband have. Okay. Him and his girlfriend. I never want to know when they are having sexual relations. Like, as far as like seeing it, hearing it, or I don't all of it. See it here. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know when it, if, when and if it happens. Gotcha. Um, the same goes for him. Okay. He doesn't want to know when I've had sex with my, you know, my current guy, my current secondary. Um, yeah. He doesn't want to know anything about that. Unless okay. something serious happens, everybody worries about STDs when it comes to sex. Yeah, I was going to say, there's so, lots of risks, I think, involved. So, well, not lots, but there's there are risks. Yes. So, in that sense, STDs, I know, um, was a big one for a lot of people. Yeah, as and long as pregnancy. STDs, pregnancies, yeah. As long as everybody understands, um, especially like with open relationships and even polyamory relationships that I've seen where everybody gets tested every six months. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Do people yeah. like you and people, your partner frequently test? Or? Oh, yeah, we... Usually what happens is if a new partner is coming into an already, I guess, um, established relationship, established relationship, that person has to be tested before any sexual relations happen. happen. Yeah, that makes sense. What about a pregnancy? What would happen in that situation? Is that something that like you say you have to use protection or I can't speak for everybody on that because yeah. I know with different polyamory relationships there could be people where the nesting partner wants to be pregnant and the male can't or vice versa or however it works and they seek out you know somebody oh. who's willing to do that 
me, for example, if my husband's girlfriend at right now ends up pregnant, yeah, if it happens, I will welcome that child, oh, and I will okay. be like the doting aunt, basically. Okay, so you would take, I don't want to say a back seat, but kind of a back seat to that arrangement. Interesting. So what would happen? Would it be the same on your end? If you ended up pregnant, would your husband be the same? I believe he would still be on, we'll both be on the same page. Interesting. It would be a little scary. Right. And a lot of adjusting. But if that were to happen, if I hadn't had a tubal ligation, then yeah, he would, he would support me and the child and, you know, still allow the father, even if it's not him, be a part of the child's life as the father. And he would be like the doting uncle. Interesting. So let's say you were to end up pregnant and so would she, would you all ever consider one big relationship or no? I will say this, me and his girlfriend get along greatly. Uh I do know her. I love her to death. We have a great time hanging out, even just the two of us. She's one of, she's a good friend. Oh, that's good. So backtracking a little bit, we have what's called kitchen table polyamory. So the kitchen table polyamory is that me and my husband, whomever we are involved with on a serious romantic level, Level. want everybody to get along and be kind of family oriented. Even though it's one of those, yeah, we know some people may not get along. Yeah. um, It may take some adjusting, but even if everybody can at least be friends towards each other. It's a step. That's great. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's really it's, interesting. It's like his girlfriend comes up to our home and we have dinner together. We've gone out, just the two of us together. I kick him out of the house sometimes just to get away from him and go send him to her. You know. It, <laughs> I'm done with you today. Leave. <laughs> yeah. Basically. So it's one of those things where like every open relationship, when it's based on just the sex part is different it just depends on the the main two individuals okay so another risk so to speak is that i know a lot of people are curious about where you have this open relationship but two people actually fall in love with each other and then let's say they want to have their own relationship how do you navigate something like that Okay, so with open relationships being mainly sexually oriented, yeah, as far as people falling in love during that time, I personally have never experienced it, and I can honestly say I've never come across another couple, or if I have, I just didn't know uh-huh. that that's how their relationship started. Interesting. So it's not common. As far as I know, no, but I could be wrong. Okay. No, I mean, that's just a very common question. Something yeah. I would be curious to know. I know another thing that a lot of people are curious to know is the jealousy factor. How do you work and cope through that and just try not to be jealous? Like, how do you handle that? When I first got with my husband and he was with his his girlfriend at the time, they were nesting partners. They were living together. And I wasn't able to see him as much as I wanted because of my work schedule, his work schedule, 
distance was a little bit of an issue and obviously his time with her. I would get jealous a lot because there will be there'd be nights where I just want to be held and neither one of us can get to the other. Yeah. And I know he's going into bed with her and she's going to get what I need. Oh, um, okay. It, so it's not a jealousy in the sense that he's sleeping with her. It's more, you have a need that needs to be met and it can't be because of whatever reason. Exactly. Okay. That's a, when it comes to that, when it comes to jealousy, a lot of the times that I've noticed it's when a need or a want is really, really prominent and that person can't fill it. So then you hope that your next partner can fill it. Like for me, I have two men. One, my husband feels needs that my boyfriend doesn't. Right. And my boyfriend feels needs that my husband can't. Interesting. Have you ever thought about, like, obviously you're married, but before you were married, did you ever think about maybe just finding another partner in general that maybe could meet all those needs? Or what? In the beginning, yes, I did. There were times where I thought maybe he's just not the right fit. Right. But later down the line, I realized I'm like, he's, he's the one I'm, we're stuck together. Yeah. So you were just like, let's do it. We'll figure it out. Yeah. It was a lot of communication, a lot of arguments. Oh, I can imagine. (laughs) Um, But as long as I communicated all of my thoughts, all of my feelings and let him know, hey, you know, this is what's going on in my head right now. Um, we need to talk and we'd sit down and we'd talk it out and we'd hash it out and we'd figure out what could be done. And we just went from there. So before you and your husband got together, were you ever in an open or poly relationship? No, I would say I was more open with like friends with benefits. Okay. So in your opinion, do you think, you know, somebody who serially dates one person for long term but they constantly cheat in that relationship do you think that they would do better in an open or a poly relationship versus keeping this monogamous relationship going even though they're cheating on their partner constantly in my opinion when it comes to cheaters and i mean cheaters happen in open relationships and in polyamory if you're not communicating and you're going out and sleeping with other people yeah to me that's cheating like would you consider somebody who does that cheating yes but would you think that an open or a poly relationship would be a good fit for them? Or do you think that's just, it doesn't matter if they're in a poly open I, or monogamous relationship, they'll cheat? It's a yes or no. Because depending on a person who dates monogamously yet constantly cheats. Yes. If that person was able to be willing to openly communicate, making sure that rules and boundaries are respected yeah then it can work Hmm. but if the cheater just wants to to cheat cheat (laughs) and wants to go because we've had we've i've seen it where people try to use open relationships 
and polyamory just to have sex. Just to cheat. Just to cheat, basically. Gotcha. Oh, I'm polyamory. Oh, I'm open. And one of the key things that I have learned when talking to other guys is if I know that that guy has another partner, whether it be a girlfriend or a wife, and they're not willing to allow me to talk to said wife or said girlfriend to say, hey, I'm here, then to me, that's a red flag of a cheater. And he just wants to get his walks off. Yeah. I guess that's a good way to look at it, though, because why would you hide your spouse? Unless they wanted that. But otherwise, why would you hide your spouse? That's a good point. It's one of those things where it's like, especially with like dating online, that's one of the key things that I always have asked. When it says their profiles are married and they message me and they're wanting to get to know me and date me and have sexual relationships or sexual relationship that's romantic, it's like, great. Does your wife know? Yeah. And if I get a yes, then it's like, okay, great. Can I at least talk to her? To see how she feels about, you know, right, so like I clear can get the air, her perspective, yeah, and see what her rules and boundaries are for their relationship. Because if he's, so I can see if they're, you know, the same. Adding up. And if he tells me no, she wants nothing to do with it. Then to me, that's a red flag, and I'm like, okay, well, why does she not want to know? And he's like, oh, well, I'm just doing this without her knowledge. Okay, bye. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to, I don't want to break up a relationship. Right. I don't want anybody coming. I don't want to be, yeah, I don't want to be a homewrecker and I don't want somebody coming in trying to dismantle what I have. Right. So what happens if you have kids, like younger kids, how do you navigate that? I know a lot of couples have children. They consider it kitchen table and mom and dad decide to bring their partners around their kids. And usually it's just, they're like, oh, this is our friend so-and-so. You can call them auntie or uncle or just Mr. and Miss. However, it just depends on the polyamory relationship of the mom and dad of the kids. Okay. So they would, instead of being like, this is my boyfriend or girlfriend, it'd be more like, this is my friend so-and-so. Yeah. Okay. And, okay. And it's one of those things where it has been brought up a lot of times. We I've seen it in conversations in groups that I'm in. Like, let your children know. Right. And some people, some people have said, you know, wait until they're a, a certain dating, age. A certain age. It just all depends on the parents. When it comes down to it, how do you manage time with your partner, your nester? I guess is what you call them. And your outside partner, how do you manage the time with that? So the boyfriend is new. This is fairly within the last month. Okay. He and I both have weekends off. We are trying to at least see each other once a week during the weekend. So Um, what does your husband do on his time same thing like the weekends are kind of well you guys separate or with him and his girlfriend the night before she has to work from home during the week he'll go down there and stay the night and then on weekends when they are both available they'll hang out with each other together i would just be by myself or i'd go down and see my sister 
or, you know, hang out with friends and whatnot while they went and did their own thing. Okay. And then there's sometimes where the three of us will go out and hang out. It just depends on everybody's schedule. And so how do you meet people online or how do you find people who also are open to this? If you want to meet people, I know on Meetup, if you search poly, there are several, there's a couple poly groups. Facebook, if you look up polyamory, you can find closed groups. There is a actual website that some of us use. Um, we call it the kink version of Facebook. Okay. Because it's used for networking, like doing social events and updates and pictures and stuff like that. So, I mean, there's plenty of ways. You just got to get into Google and search polyamory and some group or some type of forum will pop up. Okay. Have you ever, let's say in an open relationship where it's more sex focused, do you ever like find a new partner and scratch the itch and then want to move on to somebody else? Like, have you ever wanted to just jump around or is it more of a serious, like you try to make it more like a serious relationship as far as like staying with one person for longer? For me, if I were to do open relationship where it's just about the sex, I would probably be one of those women, and I know that they're out there, I may be one of them at, at, you never know, Yeah, where I just sleep around and have fun. Yeah. If I do get into a dating relationship at this point in time in my life, if we did like a friends with benefits where we still hung out and did random things while still having the sexual aspect. Right. I could see myself doing that, but I don't just not hopping around. I did the hopping around in my past. And as I've gotten older, I've realized it just, it does nothing for me anymore. Yeah, because I, I would think you would get tired of it. I mean, anybody, yeah. you know, yeah. at that age when you want to hop around, you yeah. get tired of it after a while. Well, it's one of those things where as everybody gets, you know, as you get older, you realize, you know, when you were, you know, late teens, early 20s, yeah, it was great. Go hang out, sleep around, have the friends with benefits. Try to have those serious relationships that, you know, usually never worked after six months. But it's like, as you get older, you you realize there's certain things that you're actually wanting and needing more than just plain sex. Right. Would your spouse, your husband, mm-hmm. would he be upset or was he ever upset when you jumped around? Or did he not care? He kind of let you just find your way? I kind of did all of my jumping around before he even came into my life. Gotcha. Do you think he'd be upset about it now if you wanted to do that? Yes. Why do you think that is? It wouldn't be a jealousy thing. He wouldn't want me to put myself at risk for any kind of STD or STI. Yeah. Um, Even though I would have protection used, but, you know, those right. never are 100%. Plus... The reasoning I did my bouncing around prior to meeting him was more of a self-esteem type issue. Okay. 
where I was trying to make myself feel good about myself. Yeah. And in my head, I was thinking, you know, these guys are having sex with me. I'm feeling great about myself. Yeah. And then I'd feel worse. Right. Because you were trying to fill a void. Exactly. <laughs> so I did all of that prior to meeting him over eight years ago. And then once yeah. I met him, it was one of those things where I realized I didn't need to do that anymore. No, that makes sense. Cause I think a lot of people do that. Like they're filling a void when they're hopping around a lot, not all the time, but usually I know I did it, you know? So I think that's a very common thing, but you never know, I guess. All right. So it sounds like the gist of being in an open or a poly relationship is really not even about maybe not even trust as much as it is just open communication because that would gain the trust, I feel like, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, with me and my husband, it was one of those things where I already knew that he was Polly when I got with him. Yeah. And I wasn't planning on changing him. So I had to trust him that he would still, you know, make you a priority. Make me a priority, even though he had a girlfriend at the time. Right. And it's right. like, even now, in the polyamorous lifestyle, there is a word known compersion. Okay. And compersion is being happy for your partner. Your other partner's needs and wants are being fulfilled that you can't provide by somebody else. It's almost kind of like when you break up with someone, like, you know, you're not meant to be together. It's not a nasty breakup. It's just like a mutual breakup where they start dating someone else. And let's say they get married and you're like happy for them, but you're not attached or whatever. You're just like good for you. Yeah, exactly. It's one of those things where as long as the partner is happy, you are happy for them. Yeah. And that is our big thing is if our partner's happy, then we are happy. If we are happy, our partners are happy. All is good in our world. Do you think people ever, I don't know if look down is the right word, but look at you differently because you're in an open or a poly relationship? I have seen it. A lot of people get confused. Like when they did the sister wives. Yeah. Polygamy is totally different. But it's still under the same umbrella. And when that show came out, yeah, it kind of gave people a somewhat understanding. Okay. So So you just blew my mind because, so you're telling me polygamy is not the same as being polyamorous? No, it's not. I did not know that. Polygamy is the practice or custom of having one or more wife. Or husband at the same time. Okay. Where it wouldn't be like a wife has a partner and a husband has a partner. So that would be poly. But if a husband has two wives, that would be polygamy. So polyamory is the dating multiple people and having multiple relationships where polygamy is being married. Like the committed. Multiple partners. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I never knew there was a difference. So that's why I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. So as far as the sister wives show, when they brought up polygamy, it showed how polyamory works 
but the thing is with polygamy having one husband with multiple wives the wives were not allowed to date outside of the marriage whereas polyamory me and my husband both date outside of our relationship right okay i could see how that's different interesting do you think you and your husband would ever get to a level where you would be in a marriage like that no 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 is that because you're both not interested in that or like you would be jealous or he would be jealous or he's not a neither one of us as far as jealousy is concerned he's never been the jealous type okay I still battle with jealousy on occasions with certain things, yeah. but it's gotten better. But as far as jealousy is concerned, that little green monster doesn't come around anymore with us. That's um, good. But as far as like, if he wanted to marry his current girlfriend, I would be okay with it. But the only problem is, is because it is basically against the law. I wouldn't recommend him. Doing <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> Right. No, no. If you wanted to have like a commitment ceremony, something like that, you'd be open to it. I'd be fine with it. Interesting. This has been a very insightful conversation. <laughs> I'm not like interested in doing any of it, but it's interesting to learn how the dynamics work, you uh-huh. know, from the outside. Yeah. So I know you were saying with the sister wives that people got a look into kind of what it's like to be in a poly relationship almost. But do you think people look at you differently, like in a negative light or is it all been a pretty positive experience? So far with the people that I have surrounded myself with, it's all been positive. Gotcha. Um, What about family members? How did they handle this situation or do they not know? Well, my mom and my stepdad know. And right now, as far as this is concerned, it's a don't ask, don't tell. Gotcha. Kind of deal. It's one yeah. of those things where if my parents ask about it, I'll tell them. If but otherwise, you're not going to volunteer the information. Not really. Do you think that certain people would cut you out of their life over it? Family members, No. They may not talk. I mean, I wouldn't say they'd cut me out, but they'd probably kind of distance themselves. Just distance themselves. Anytime I make any kind of relationship when I meet new people, yeah, I'm always open and upfront. If they ask, like, "Hey, how's your what's your dating life like?" I'll flat out tell them I've got nothing really to hide. Right. Sometimes they're very confused, (laughs) like a lot of people are. Yeah, and they don't understand how it works. But others, they're just like, okay, great. That's cool. All right. Yeah. I think it's much more accepted now than it used to be. Like, yes, I think it was way more taboo. But over the last like five to 10 years, it's really not become such a odd stigma. Well, and it's one of those things where it's like not a lot of people know about it. Not a lot of people talk about it. It's not fully mainstream yet. But it's one of those things where those of us that live it, please just accept that because we love differently doesn't mean we love any less. Or wrong or anything like that. The way I've always seen it is I've always had a big heart. I've always had so much love to give. And the fact that I have this ability to not only love my husband, 
but potentially love another person, that just makes it more rewarding for me. Yeah, I could see that. So for anyone who's interested in being in an open or a poly relationship, what is your best piece of advice to give them? Take the time to think about it. Write down all your wants, needs, and desires. And if you have a husband, boyfriend that you're currently with, look at him and say, hey, I want to have a conversation with you. This is something that has interested me. I want to know what your opinion is. And let them know that it's not that I don't love you. I love you, but I want to see what else can flourish from this. And well, there you sometimes, go. As long as you're openly honest about wants, needs, expectations, boundaries, and, and rules, and both parties are in agreement, it's great. If you're just going to go up to somebody and say, hey, I want to see other people. Yeah, it's probably not going to go well. <laughs> it's not going to go well, no. So, Lakin has given us pretty much an episode full of <laughs> questions answered about open and poly relationships. And Lakin, thank you so much for coming on here and discussing this and no revealing problem. yourself as the what? Hummer Girl. <laughs> I said, did I call myself Hummer Girl or Military Girl? I can't remember. I don't know, but that's what we call you. <laughs> that's fine. And if anybody wants to ask me any questions in the group, they are more than welcome to DM me. Not a problem. Perfect. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to today's Wildish Women podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and review us. Until next time, stay wildish.